What's going on, Packers fans? Good afternoon, and welcome to your Packers Daily on this Monday afternoon. We are so close to the initial 53-man roster. Less than 24 hours from now, we will know what Brian Gutekunst and company have cooked up there at 1265 Lombardi. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you had a great weekend. Good to see everybody in the comments section already. Let's give a quick shout-out to our good friends over at Ticket King. That's right. Ticket King has been based in Wisconsin since 1992, and they're staffed with experienced, friendly, and knowledgeable folks that can help you with anything Packers ticket related. They also partner with local Green Bay businesses for tailgates and bus transportation to the games. They are open on game day for last minute tickets, upgrades, and they even have a drive through window. You can find links to each and every game, both home and away, at the Cheesehead TV app. Go to the app, hit the schedule. Every single game has a link to Ticket King. That's what you want. That's what you need. Do it, people. Speaking of doing it, you know what you want to do. You want to join the Carry the G Club. That's right. We're kicking off the 2022 season with a brand new way for Packers fans worldwide to hang out with us here at Cheesehead TV. The Carry the G Club. The Carry the G Club members get custom loyalty badges showing how long you've been a club member attached to your name in all of our live streams and YouTube comments. You get special Cheesehead TV emojis here on YouTube featuring Corey and myself, and access to our weekly virtual happy hour to come hang out and talk Packers all year long. Next happy hour is tomorrow night, people. You better be there because we'll have lots to talk about with the 53-man roster set and the practice squad people getting situated. Lots of fun. Always a good time. Hope you're all doing well. Good to see everyone chopping it up in the comments section. Brandy's here, of course. Of course, Brandy's probably the most happiest Packers fan in all of Packers fandom with the news that Ty Summers has been released. Hey man, let's, let's pour one out for Ty Summers. He gave it his, he gave it his all former seventh round pick. Salute to Ty Summers. I hope he catches on somewhere on Wednesday when uh, league processes waivers. Tyler, thanks for the super chat. Crosby going to make the 53 or IR? I mean, at this point, I'm guessing he makes the 53, but anything is anything is possible. Anything is possible. I think he makes the 53, though. I think he's going to be fine. That's what I do, people. That's what I do. Big B is here. What's up, Big B? Hope you're doing well, buddy. Hit that like. Support Nags. Support Cheesehead TV. A lot of folks out here at Cheesehead TV making this stuff happen, but thank you very much. Soto went to Disney over the weekend. Holy cow. Saw a ton of Bills fans, just about the same amount of Browns fans that I saw last year. Ooh, sick burn. Ooh, bandwagon burn. I like it. Quinn, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Hope week one this year is in a repeat of last year. Quinn, you and every Packers fan alive. I'll be very, very, very surprised if it is a repeat. Yes, it's on the road. But it's a divisional foe, and even though they have a new coaching staff, you know they're running on offense a very similar scheme offensively to what Matt Lafleur and Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay have run. So there should be some familiarity there with going against that type of offense every day in practice. And as far as defense goes, I think it all comes down to the offensive line. You know, it's not going to be this weird scenario where you're having to fly down to Florida and take on a uncommon opponent in the Saints. It's a team that you know pretty damn well, uh, a trip that you make every single year to Minnesota, um, I would suspect it is very dissimilar to what we saw in week one last year. That would be my guess, just sitting here a couple weeks out. 
Luke, thanks for the super chat, bud. Really appreciate it. I finally got COVID and not feeling the best. I'd love a couple games I could, I should rewatch over the last few years. Cheers, Luke. So sorry to hear that, buddy. I hope you're feeling better soon. Um, I would highly recommend actually watching, rewatching the Vikings game from last year. I did that last night, uh, getting kind of prepared, you know, for week one. Obviously, some things are different. Personnel is very different in the sense that Aaron Jones didn't play in that game, or Sean Gary didn't play in that game, Alan Lazard didn't play in that game. Alan Lazard, who did not practice today, interestingly enough. Um, but yeah, that's an interesting one to watch. Just from the standpoint of the offense, really struggling throughout the first half and then suddenly starting to kind of click there, that last drive in two minutes before halftime and then all throughout the second half. Um, it's a really good one to, to watch and learn from. Uh, another one, I would say probably from the last few years, as you asked, uh, I'd go back and watch the... Week one game against Minnesota. You got another one uh, from 2020. That's another good one. And then just because it's it's a lot of fun, uh, the Rams game from last year, I think, is, is a good time. And I think the type of offense we'll see the Packers run a lot of early in the year in the sense of Rodgers having to get the ball out of his hands quickly, featuring Randall Cobb kind of all over the formation, including out of the backfield. Some Amari Rodgers in that respect, I think, as well. But uh, those are all three of those are probably good ones to go back and to look at. Justin, thank you for the super chat. Holding a 20 year grudge against your food appreciation class teacher is what makes gold jackets. Apparently Justin, I know you are speaking of the uh, story that Rogers told on Rogan. Uh, he's told that story a couple times before, it's, uh, you know, it's not uh, anything new, but uh, it is kind of that Michael Jordan mindset. You know, this is one of the things I blogged about very, very early on with Rogers at Cheesehead TV. I want to say it's like two or three years into his being a starter. One of the things that drives him to be great and has made him great is that kind of finding, you know, fuel in every little slight, every single person that has ever doubted you. And look, you and I can sit here and laugh about, you know, 20 year grudge against a food appreciation teacher, but that woman did say, that he would never make it in the NFL, you know, his lifelong dream. If I had had a teacher who told me I would never amount to anything, you know, yeah, I'd hold a grudge, especially if it was about something I really dreamed about and something I always wanted to do, wanted to do. And they told me, yeah, you're never going to do that. You damn right. I'd hold a grudge. So can't say, say I begrudge Rogers on that one. Ed Pierce. Thanks for the super chat. Repeat of my 90s mantra, win 10 games, beat the Bears, and anything after that is icing on the cake. Ed, I can't disagree with your homework there, bud. You know, McCarthy always used to talk about it. You know, don't even talk about playoffs till you get to 10 games. Unfortunately for Mike, that's, you know, 10 games was about the watch area where it was like, if they win one or two more, you're doing pretty good. Uh, whereas with LaFleur, the bar has been set at 13 games every single year, except no substitute. Um, but yes, win 10 games. Beat the Bears. After that, it's gravy, baby. I'm down. And for everybody who's about to chime in or listening later, and you're all like, oh, it's title town. We don't accept any. Shut up. Just shut up. Take it in the spirit it's meant. Don't be pedantic. And again, thanks to the Super Chat. Of course, this year the pack will be undefeated. Well, naturally, of course. See, you knew the pedantic brigade was coming up right after you. Uh, Packers game plan week one going into Minnesota. David, good question. I mean, it's always interesting to see what I think they should do and then what Matt and Aaron come out probably five wide, six guns a-blazing. 
Um, last year, quite famously within certain circles, uh, I got pretty testy with Lafleur on the press conference zoom on the Monday after the first bears game, because I was just incredulous about how they went down to Chicago and, you know, seemingly had no qualms with opening it up and spreading it out against a team that really got after the passer with their own offensive line, which was banged up and not exactly holding up. And they had zero issue with that. Now, they were absolutely vindicated in the sense that the big play that kind of sealed the game was that big uh, pass to Devontae in the second half late in the game. Out of a five wide, Aaron makes an adjustment at the line of scrimmage and away they go. Now, what's interesting is heading into this season, Aaron doesn't have that guy, maybe Randall and Lazard, but certainly they don't have the ability that Devontae Adams has to you know draw stuff up at the line of scrimmage Oh, remember this play we ran five years ago, run that route, etc. I have zero doubt that Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb are capable of that recall, but are they able capable of beating the guy across of them with the regularity that Adams is? I'm not so sure about that. Not to, not to take anything away from Randall or Allen, but they are certainly not the wide receiver that Devontae Adams is. Now, with that said, can that recall and that connection with Aaron help them early on in this season? Absolutely. And I think it has to. But as far as a game plan goes, especially heading into Minnesota, it is going to be insanely loud. Aaron has talked about this a lot. They've got to survive the early surge because there will be tons of energy. The crowd will be nuts. The last time they opened in week one, as I just mentioned, back in 2020, there was no crowd. And they scored like 40 points. You know, There's going to be an insane crowd. We still don't even know really who's going to be playing tackle in that game. And I'm telling you, playing tackle in that environment, especially on third down, is a bitch. You've got to turn your head in. You've got to watch the snap. Maybe you go on silent count, but you've still got to look at the ball. There, Those edge rushers are teeing off on third down. It is a really tough row to hoe, so to speak. And the best way you can combat that is to be efficient and stay ahead of the sticks. And that may be boring. That may be a lot of running the ball for only three or four yards, but I'm telling you, especially early in this game, they've got to button it up and they got to be efficient. They got to get, you know, they don't have to look for shot plays. They don't have to stretch it down the field. Matriculate the ball down the field, boys. Hold that football. Get four or five yards a pop. Stay ahead of the sticks so you're in third and one instead of third and eight. That is, to me, the entire key, especially early in this football game. That environment suspect offensive line that who knows where they'll be to me they have to do that and then on defense like i said it's an offense they're familiar with schematically um kirk cousins he can hurt you he's done it against the packers many times i know packers fans love to scoff and love to make fun but he can throw it around the yard he did so last year you know jefferson and company they will hurt you and dalvin cook is no joke as we all know so yeah that to me holding the football you know, being very efficient on offense not only helps you offensively, but also, you know, play a little ball control and keep that defense fresh so they can get after the quarterback. That's, to me, the whole key of that game. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. 
And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What else we got? Accidental Hero, thanks for the Super Chat. Hey, Nags, rank order who we can't afford to lose to waivers. Caleb Jones, Walker, Toure, Heflin. Oh, boy. Um, Man, I don't know. They're all kind of luxuries. I don't know. There's no one that they can't afford to. Zero, zero to all of them. I mean, I love all those players. I, like, trust me, I hope they retain every single one of them. But their season's not going to make or break if they lose any of those guys. I get it, man. I want to keep them all. I'd love to keep trash can full of dirt. Caleb Jones is an insanely intriguing project. Walker really turned it on uh, in that Kansas City preseason game. Toure was dynamite, especially for a seventh rounder, all throughout camp, all throughout preseason. If I've got to nudge a guy just a little higher than the others, I'll take Toure, simply because of his ceiling. But outside of that, eh, it's fine. John, thanks for the super chat. I know it's not, quote, football-related, but did 12 say anything interesting to you on Rogan? Go, Pack go, as always. John, I'm going to tell you a little secret. You think I'm sitting through three hours of Joe Rogan? Hell no. I don't care who the guest is. You could have Jesus Christ himself on there. I ain't listening to three hours of that. Come on now. Look, I'll I'll consume the viral clips. I'll I'll take a, a look at if somebody says, oh, did you hear this X, Y, or Z? And they send me the section. I'll listen to it. But man, I ain't sitting down. Three hours? Was it two hours? Something? Many hours? What? No way. I can't, man. I can't. I just can't. You know, and for the most part, they're not talking football. That's all I care about. I don't care what Aaron has to say about anything else. So why would I? That's just that's just me. I know, I know. Everybody's all it's every time Rogers goes on one of these podcasts and talks about taking some drug or some COVID thing or whatever, everyone it's 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 a story for 48 hours or whatever. And I get it. That's the world we live in. But look, you guys know I talk about it all the time. What these guys do away from the field on their own time. Man, that's their thing. Same way I don't care who he's dating or who he's engaged to or whatever. Same way I don't care about 
anything else he's dealing with in his personal life. That is his business. Godspeed. But, you know, that's that's been my policy, and that's been the, the way it is for me for a decade plus now. Like, I used to, like, get really involved in what guys did off the field. And, yes, there are times when guys do charitable work or something like to uh, help a local business or whatever. But, yeah, I'll get behind. I think it's interesting, and I'm, I'm cool with that. And they reach out to me sometimes. They can help me pub this. And let's, I'm down with it. I'm down for the cause. But, man, their, their own stuff, their own personal stuff off the field, it's just not my bag, man. Victor, thanks for the super chat. Do you have NFL ticket or are you using NFL Game Pass this year to watch games? NFL ticket is too pricey and never use Game Pass. Well, you, Victor, unless you're international, Game Pass won't show you live games. Game Pass will, or now NFL Plus, uh, in the States, will not provide you with uh, live games. Next year, it sounds like, still haven't announced it officially, but it sure sounds like Apple's going to get uh, the Sunday ticket deal. But uh, yeah, up until... The last couple of years, yeah, I had been using NFL Sunday Ticket, uh, the online option, uh, which you can do most places. It's not available everywhere, but most places. Now, fortunately, because I work for a technology company, uh, Corey sends me the Green Bay feed every single week. So, you know, during watch parties, we're able to watch the exact same feed. and We're not kind of off timing wise. So I wish you could help a little bit more, bud. Sorry. And da, 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 da. Carl, thank you for the super chat. I know we don't enjoy talking special teams, but I feel once the final roster is set, we'll see incremental consistency. Carl, that is my hope. That is my prayer. I talked about it on the radio last week. Once Rich Basaccia has his core guys, and they're not dealing with having to play 40 dudes, you know, in practice and preseason between them every single week, every other day, and they're able to get a consistent message with a core group of guys Yes, that is my hope. Because that's all I got now when I'm talking about special teams. All I got is hope. There, there ain't no certainty. There certainly ain't no confidence. All there is is hope. Hope can drive a man insane. To quote Red. Jacob, thanks for joining the Carry the G Club. Greatly appreciate it, buddy. Legolas, thank you for the super chat. Hey, Aaron, do you think the Packers run the ball this year? I'm excited about this offensive line. I think a few rookies step up big this year. I think there's a chance. Um, I think, yeah, there's a possibility they're a little more run heavy, especially early in the year against certain teams. If they deem it's the best way to attack that defense, right? Uh, we've seen it a couple times in a couple instances. Last year, the perfect example is the Cardinals game. You know, coming off a short week where they didn't have any, literally any time to practice, uh, they ran the ball a lot more in that game and they ran it really effectively. Both Jones and Dylan were excellent in that game. Um, I do think there will be weeks where they're a little bit more committed to the run, but as I've said a couple times, I don't think it changes drastically, you know what I mean, in the sense that they're still going to be a pass-first offense. They're still going to be an Aaron Rodgers-led offense. Um, yeah, I do think from you know certain weeks there will be a bit more emphasis on the run, but it's not like they're going to suddenly turn into the fighting Schottenheimers or anything like that. Soder, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Is Goodson big enough for a legitimate third run, third down running back? Seems to go down at first contact an awful lot. Yeah, well, it depends on what you're looking at, right? I mean, I hear what you're saying, but that's kind of the scat back type, you know, third down type that Packers fans have wanted forever. I mean, you look at that run that he had for the touchdown against Kansas City. 
to your point, a lot of room to operate there. And uh, he made the most of it. My wor- I don't even worry about that so much. I, my worry is in pass pro. I mean, he just did not look up to snuff in that Kansas City game. So I think if anything, what keeps him off the field or the 53, so to speak, is his inconsistency in pass protection, which, again, you know, to be expected, right? Young guy. Uh, never forget, Brandon Jackson was absolutely atrocious as a pass blocker his rookie year and became the greatest running back I've ever seen in pass protection ever, ever. Um, can be done. Uh, what else we got? Michael. Thanks to the super chat. Unpopular opinion. Ooh, ooh. I'm going to get ready for this unpopular opinion. I'm going to miss Buck and Aikman on Sunday afternoons on Fox. They are great at what they do. I think they'll make Monday Night Football legit again. Michael, one billion percent agree. Couldn't agree more. Everybody have been bitching about Buck and Aikman, and I understand Packers fans' reasonings, such as they are. Corey Banke is one of these people. But I'm telling you, you get that first Sunday late afternoon window, and you don't have Buck and Aikman, and you've got, like, whoever and Greg Olson, they ain't going to feel like a big game at all. And Monday Night Football absolutely will again, without question. No, just don't hate the play. I hate the game. It's coming. It is coming. Why do these so-called experts think our offense is no good without Adams? We average 31 points a game without him. David, David, I said this on Twitter yesterday. Let them hate. Let them think they got it. Let them think they know. We know they don't know. We know what's up. Just let them hate and let them just, you know, like Rogers has talked about this. I love flying under the radar. I love nothing being expected of you. I love being dismissed. And then just quietly showing up and kicking ass. I'm all about it. Dobbs is going to be the next Tay. Changed my mind. Pee Wee Pierre, I would counter with Dobbs is going to be the next Greg Jennings on the field. Take that to the bank. Nuclear Family, thanks for the super chat. Does Amari Rogers playing some running back make Goodson expendable? I would like to keep eight wide receivers, but how could we possibly use them all? I mean, that's part of the thing where I start, you know, kind of doing the breakdowns and looking at the roster and I'm thinking, you know, Torre, okay, if you keep him, but then does he even dress? Is he contributing on special teams? He's not going to crack the rotation. So, yeah, I mean, Amari will get kept as a former third-round pick. Um, I have no doubt that uh, they will try to utilize him from the backfield in the slot a little bit probably every single week um clearly he helps he's your returner so he'll be he'll be utilized that way but yeah i don't know if it makes goodson or any third running back expendable i talked about this with andy in the latest let's talk football make sure you check that out after we're done here live and andy you know he brought up a great point and it seems to kind of bear out as andy said he's thought he was really on to something original until like legit everyone's 53 kind of mentions the same thing that covers the team. Um, they probably just keep AJ and Aaron on the 53 and then put both Goodson and Taylor on the practice squad and then call one or the other up every week until Kylan Hill comes back from PUP. That's kind of the thinking there. And I don't disagree with that. I think that's probably what's going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised. 
Um, Mr. Englewood, thanks for the super chat. After last weekend, Bears are ready. <laughs> I love Bears fans this time of year. It's the best. It's the best time of the year. They're, they're going to take over the North. Oh, Packers fans are quaking in their boots because the Bears are going to take over the North. Can't wait. I can't wait for that. Can't wait for the season to start. Victor, thanks for the super chat. Odds Packers bring outside guys in for thin areas. It's always a chance, Victor, right? I mean, it all depends on who gets cut, who's available on that waiver wire. Um, possibly a trade or two goes down. I don't think it'll be anything earth-shattering, but yeah, there, there's always a chance. Um, now, you know, which areas, maybe safety, maybe outside backer, et cetera. But again, you know, Brian's always going to say that I'm sure they like their guys. They haven't dealt with too many kind of spates of injury at any one position outside of safety. So I suspect they're going to stick with their dudes for the most part. But that doesn't mean they're, they don't have their eyes on somebody and they might make a move or two. No doubt about it. Bring back Janice. Wow. Now we know it's time to go. All right, everybody. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Like I said, happy hours tomorrow night. Join us if you're a Patreon member or a Carry the G member. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, if you're not a member of either of those, totally get it, please. But if you want to support the channel, please just hit like on this video. Subscribe to the channel. That's all we ask. Um, in the meantime, please do. Tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Have a great night, everybody. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Go Pack Go.